This podcast episode is powered by Afropods, the world's number one podcasting platform for African stories. Hello. Welcome to this week's edition of the Africa Climate Conversations podcast. I'm your host, Sophie Mbogwa. Today is the last episode this year. Time to take that much-needed break to reflect and recharge those batteries before starting a new year. But I thought, since it's a festive season, though with a difference this year due to COVID-19, I don't know how you celebrate your festivities. But for many African cultures, and honestly beyond Africa, that I have had the honor to interact with, food, yes, food is essential. But the truth is, Food wasted and left lay in our landfills is heat up by the sun. Over the years, it emits greenhouse gases that warm up the planet we live in. As a result, contributing to droughts, floods, landslide, warming up of the sea that we have been seeing becoming more frequent and severe. So, today I'm excited that Maita Gadiola, the co-director of Dududunir, June Kemayu, um, and Catherine Cherop from Dudu Dunia, a Kenyan organization specializing in composting kitchen waste, is back again today. And we're talking about how to compost our kitchen waste at our balconies, you know, orderless actually. And of course, tips to minimize our kitchen waste, not just for the Christmas festivities, but also for everyday life, basically. Maite, June, and Catherine, thank you so much for coming back. Welcome. Thank you very much for inviting us, Sophie. Yeah, yes. Yes, really appreciated. So, before we get into the tips, might you tell us a little bit about Dudu Dunia and composting? So, basically, Dudu Dunia try to encourage people to see waste, organic waste, as a resource and putting the means uh, for people knowing how to compost and how to do it in a very easy manner that even people that live in an apartment that has a little balcony mm-hmm. can do it. So, we encourage them, okay, all your food waste. It's not going all your food waste, yes, it's not mm. going to go to landfills, but you are going to use it at home and to transform it into mm-hmm. a be- beautiful organic fertilizer that you can use for your plants or for your garden. Mm. Uh, yeah, reducing the impact that you and your family have to climate change. That's very interesting. How is waste a resource? Your waste can decompose easily into rich nutrients that will feed all your plants. So if you are doing, I mean, whatever vegetables, scraps you are throwing now and like throwing it to Dandura or whatever, you can just take them home, mix them with eventually some paper that you might also have been throwing into your waste or some leaves that you might find around or you can also get some cocoa peat or some of our remix powder and the mix together will in six weeks not more than six weeks or like two months mm-hmm. you will have a very nutritious fertilizer full of nutrients that your plants will utilize to grow stronger and have even nicer basil or different uh, crops that you might be having in your in your balcony hmm. and, and and you're telling me that the smell and all that how might um, <laughs> just thinking in my, you know, it's just painters a picture in terms of like, uh, if you can, if, if you want to take us just, just a little bit in and out, like take a household in Nairobi, right? Um, yes. 
two children or and uh, of course a family with two children the husband the wife and a house help how can such a family that is generating of course we're talking about leftovers and other different and we're also talking of 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 oil that we make from you know the food that we make probably that that we deep fry and i'm also thinking yeah. that uh, you're buying you know we've we've had covid covid-19 and you're told stay at home and probably you go and buy a beer probably you go buy a wine uh and i'm also thinking we we buy oil that is actually packaged in plastic so we are so generating all this kind of plastic so i'm thinking if we have all this manner of waste yeah right and you also have kitchen yeah. water that we generate from our water that we generate from from our kitchen now instead of throwing all this and emptying it and you know to a dustbin and waiting for the collection that probably happens every week how can this family now make sure convert this waste that they're generating using their balcony and stuff like that um how can they turn this mite into money or maybe you know into a resource you know instead of just it being yes. a waste so well the first step is to segregate basically you have to separate what mm-hmm. can be composted mm-hmm. from the things that cannot be so for example so the the, the bottle of beer you're mm-hmm. not going to compost it yeah, sure. glass doesn't compost but any vegetable fruits and even leftovers that are not too oily mm-hmm. you could put them are you not advised to put lactics or like a meats and so on because they will generate more smell and you don't want to have a smell in your balcony mm-hmm. but fruit scraps food leftovers that are not oily as i said vegetable paste uh choppings of the of the veggies fruits that you are that you are cooking mm-hmm. all that you can put it and believe me but that's a big amount of your of your waste that rather than be sitting outside the smelling in the collection point of your trash that is coming to your house mm-hmm. you can just take it store it in a little pin that you can eventually even put in the fridge or just have it by your side that's how i have it mm-hmm. and i have also a four person family in my house yeah. we put it all in a packet and daily we just dump it in our beautiful terracotta pots so mm-hmm. it's a set of three terracotta pots where you keep layering your food uh, food scraps mm-hmm. with a brown material we call brown material is material that is rich in carbon mm-hmm. we advise cocoa peat or our remix powder that we layer in order to enhance uh, the decomposition in a smell free manner mm-hmm. of this food so honestly then you end up with this beautiful rich uh, soil amendment uh, or soil conditioner Uh, f- uh fertilizer that you can really straight you can sieve it and have a very nice texture but otherwise you can put in your plants it does not smell if you do this ratio properly hmm. so amazingly if you do it don't do it properly it might smell at the beginning after you have it completely right but afterwards it does not smell <laughs> hmm, interesting Catherine I'm thinking we go to the village I, I don't know whether you go to the village but I'm thinking of someone who says we are not spending Christmas in the city so we will go to the village every family has got the you know celebrations the way they do it Maita has taken us through on a day to day basis from the city what we can actually do in terms of composting our city but I'm thinking if for those of us who go to the village of course there's a lot of waste that we generating from this particular season what can we do And also remember also there's a lot of wrappings that comes with uh, probably food stuff that you buy from the supermarket how can we make sure also we reduce the waste we're generating 
Yeah, Sophie, I would imagine that uh, going into your mama's house or your shoshua's house, uh, you know, at your rural area, mm-hmm. um, you would be in a, a bigger piece of land. Yeah. This is yeah. generally speaking. Yeah. You would still do composting mm-hmm. at, at, at the land. All you need to do is you need to uh, recognize that that composting only takes your food scraps from the kitchen mm-hmm. added with some carbon material. Mm-hmm. So mostly, mostly we should understand that uh, the food scrap is made up of nitrogen. Mm-hmm. And the nitrogen on its own is the one that smells, you mm-hmm. know. Uh, when, when you when you just let vegetables to rot, then they smell. Yeah. But once you put the vegetables together mm-hmm. and you add carbon materials like mm-hmm. dried leaves, mm. or now what we what we at Dudu Dunia produce, mm. which is called the cocoa pit mm-hmm. or the remix powder. So okay. this is this is the carbon materials we provide you with in the urban areas. Mm-hmm. But in the rural area, you can just you know collect dry leaves and mm-hmm. uh, set up a point where you can put your food scraps and then add a layer of uh, these dry leaves. Mm-hmm. And I can assure you that this is scientifically speaking and you will not have uh, smelly, smelly waste uh, or anything like this. Mm-hmm. And um, I also do home composting, but this is uh, an urban in my in my in my um, balcony. Yeah. And I I am also using worms. Mm-hmm. I can also encourage that uh, worms are great. It's a great way to do composting. It um, worms uh, excrete these all these nice enzymes that just digest uh, all these food scraps that we produce. Mm-hmm. And and their 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 castings is what we call the vermicompost, which is very rich, yeah. uh, very rich fertilizer, and it's organic, good for us, good for our plants. So we are healthier and we are happier. The question is, worms. Where do I get them? Somebody is listening and thinking, okay, I'm, I would want to compost my my waste, but I'm not in Kenya that I can contact Dudunia. Where can I get worms? And probably also in terms of carbon material, uh, apart from the dried leaves, what else can someone use? Well, Sophie, I can add a little bit. You were talking yeah. about wrappings for your uh, presents. Mm-hmm. One mm-hmm. of the ways the wrappings normally are paper-based. Some mm-hmm. might have some dyes, but if they don't have a lot of dyes, this is carbon paste. So if you chop it and like shred it thin enough, you can put mm-hmm. it in your compost and it's completely digested. Oh, and uh, for your worms, mm-hmm. well, yes, we do have worms. We rare local worms and also red wigglers, which are the most, I mean, famous composting worms. But people can pick their own worms if they have some manure pile when they go to their shamba, their, their uh, sort of uh, mama, mama's land. Mm. Uh, so they can try to collect some and then just add them into their compost, yeah. which is a very nice vermicompost. But for composting itself, you don't need the worms. Yeah. They add an- another extra layer of uh, benefit and uh, also speed up the process of the composition. But yeah. they are not... Uh, Mask ingredient, I would say. Hmm. If someone um, is listening to this and says, "Okay, fine, I would want to learn how to do to do it," you know, do 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 near work with people to train them on how to do this composting, but at home. Yes, yes, we do. In fact, if they get a kit uh, from us, so we fully train them on how to do it. Uh, we are also doing some small uh, trainings mm-hmm. for people like in, in specific places, in cafes. And we are also now pa- participating in different 
markets, mm-hmm. uh, farmers markets, where we do a, a, you know a little bit of like explaining how uh, composting and vermicomposting works. But uh, we want to start also doing some of these trainings in schools and mm-hmm. uh, yeah, tailor made, either more targeted to children, targeted to a little bit, um, you know, older audiences. Yeah. Because if we believe, like, yeah, the child really absorb all this and have to be more in contact with nature. And mm. in a way, we bring a little bit of nature in a beautiful container, locally made, uh, where people can experience that, how mm. nature transforms like a waste into a fertilizer so but now we bring it to your balcony yeah and and but this is are you are you only in kenya or are you you know if someone because someone else is listening from you uh from someone in south africa and would want to do this um are you only in kenya or can they can you also you know so we have also some tutorials on youtube like short videos on how you can do it yeah And you maybe to just expound on that. So what website people listening to us go to? www.dududunia.co.ke and on YouTube, you're just dududunia and on Instagram, it's dududunia. Okay. K-E. All right. And so yeah. on YouTube, you have tutorials on how to do it. Yeah, we are. And we are also doing more experiments and, you know, taking out to YouTube and telling people our findings. Okay. That's fantastic. Yeah. And thank you so much for actually for that. And so, but June, Kimayo, I want you to give uh, just in terms of tips, in terms of we in holiday seasons to, to reduce our waste at home and probably over time, you know, kind of, you know, behavior change. What, what do we do? So first of all, uh, buy enough mm-hmm. what you really need, the necessary, don't buy extra. And when it comes to like things like plastics and all that, when you buy a lot, like in bulk, you mm-hmm. tend to to reduce you know having a lot of plastics let's say you want to buy cooking oil if you buy five liters mm-hmm. you'll just have one plastic but you keep on buying one liter one liter one liter you know mm-hmm. uh, and then also when it comes to food if you feel like your food is too much you can donate you can share with your neighbors and friends instead of you know just pouring them to waste and also you can great get creative with your leftovers and use the scraps to make vegetable broth and you can use them to make different types of sauces and a lot of other things. You just get creative with your, you know, with your food waste. Mm. Also, you can regrow them, like some like carrots, they can regrow, uh, lettuce, pineapples. You can just regrow them in a small bottle. Very mm. soon you are going to, to, to do some tutorials on how to do that. Okay. Uh, regrowing plants and also use what's, what is left. Like don't just throw them you can keep uh, in your refrigerator and eat them later yeah and also another another big thing is planning your meals mm. you know you when you plan your meals you end up you know, having what is just what whatever you, you eat whatever you need right now and mm. then the rest you keep for the next day so you won't cook everything you know today is monday monday I'll eat this so planning is also a good thing for yeah okay thank you so much Yeah. So Catherine and, and Maite, do you have uh, any other tip that you can add on? Well, myself, when I do shopping, I always think about what waste that will generate. So if I can choose between a glass container and a plastic container oh, that is not, I mean, that is a single use. So it's easy choice if I can afford it. So having this in mind also, also helps. 
starting segregating in your own house, you start realizing how much volume you generate. Mm -hmm. And I think that's also quite enlightening to start thinking, oh, perhaps I'm doing really too much. So yeah, I would advise people to start segregating because now there are companies that uh, segregate, I mean, I help you process most of your waste mm -hmm. uh, that uh, you generate in your house. I would also like to say that um, Christmas decorations can also be a big part of the uh, festive season waste. Mm. So in order, to, in order to reduce this waste, uh, if you want to buy new decorations and you had uh, decorations in the, in the previous year, mm -hmm. you can, you can uh, donate these uh, you know, decorations to your neighbor or to you know, a school or to, your, um, to other family members who could really actually appreciate these uh, decorations instead of just, just throwing them away as waste. Yeah. Or reusing them if you are happy with the decorations. Okay. Your final word, June, and then we go to Catherine, and then we go to Maite. I would like to, to tell everyone to be conscious of whatever they do, whatever they eat, whatever they wear, whatever they carry, because it is the small things that contribute to, you know, the climate change so when you're conscious when you're, you become eco-conscious mm -hmm. you mind about how your, your your things your staff will contribute to you know climate change how your staff will contribute to all this having a lot of waste and also another thing that i forgot to add is mm -hmm. when buying like everything make sure especially household materials and food ensure that you buy local and and buy the ugly ones because you know yes. people tend to ignore those ugly fruits or, mm -hmm. or vegetables because you know it, it looks funny but you know when you don't buy it nobody else will buy it and mm -hmm. you know it will end up going to waste but it's not bad it's just the shape it's nature you know mm -hmm. it doesn't nobody's shaping them up they just you know they just grow the way they're growing so yeah that okay. is fine yeah. all right thank you so much june catherine our planet is in our hands Mm -hmm. So we have the responsibility to take care of it because we do not have any other planet. We need uh, our kids and grandkids to have wild animals running around and we can, we can, they could go to the zoo and see them. So mm -hmm. in order to protect our environment, we, we, ha we can recycle, we can compost our foods, we can reduce our waste by uh, really buying what we really need. We should be active in um, you know condemning companies that produce these unnecessary wastes mm -hmm. and um, and yes let's let, well, let's do this together let's protect our planet all right perfect thank you so much and finally Maite. to me what is important is that uh, each of us yes should realize that this fight for climate change start mm -hmm. in our own kitchen and in our own decisions little mm -hmm. decision of what to buy what mm -hmm. we eat and what we do with our waste, basically. Mm -hmm. And then it's very nice to think about compost because it's such a nice product that we transform our waste into compost that allow us to enrich our soils, make mm -hmm. healthy our soils, that we just generate healthier fruits, that yeah. we'll just generate healthier food for ourselves. And on top of that, it will not just make our surroundings healthier, which that means more green, more rains, less temperature. So how is a chain that if all of us, we do it at our own scale, yeah. we can really have a beautiful, amazing planet. 
Absolutely. Thank you so much, my dear Catherine and June, for coming on board for these two weeks. I sincerely appreciate that I've learned a lot, actually, and what, a, what an interesting conversation. And it, it's made me look back at my own balcony and think, wow, I have a garden and um, I, I plant different kind, you know, vegetables, but I do not compost. Actually, I throw away every other single thing, like basically my kitchen waste. And it's such a uh, uh, it was a reflective period to think about uh, what I can uh, compost in my own, you know, the, the waste and actually instead of, you know, uh, buying manure every other single time and I could actually enrich my vegetables. Thank you so much. Welcome. You Thank get you. One so of us for your kids. Uh, sorry? <laughs> for your balcony. So oh, actually, it's the first, it should be the first thing happy, uh, come <laughs> the, the new year. And I'm, and I'm really hoping yes, that, the present for you. <laughs> yeah, and, and I'm really hoping that these two conversations kind of, you know, has made our audience uh, look at our kitchen waste in a totally different kind of way, you know, because it's very important for us to protect right. the, the environment we actually live in. Thank you very much for the opportunity, Sophie. It's great to talk to you. Thank you. Yeah, it was, it was great for me too. Thank you so much. And I'm, I, really, I wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. And please stay safe. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, Sophie. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Thank you. Yes, thank Merry you. Christmas. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you. You too. Thank you so much for coming on board. Thank bye you. Bye. All right. Bye-bye. And yes, with that Christmas spirit, my dear listener, that is where we end this year's conversation. I'm very conscious of the fact that this year's holiday season is different environment due to COVID-19. But I hope that in your situation, you will have some time to join in the spirit of gratitude and joy just for the mere fact that you are here. I'm so humbled that you have been an integral part of the Africa Climate Conversations podcast. Was it not for the numbers I see rising every single day and the emails and comments I see? Probably I could have reduced the podcast frequency by now, but I'm sincerely grateful that you have been listening and you have been part of this. And from the bottom of my heart, I say thank you. Asante sana. Merci beaucoup. So I'm going to take a month break this season and to resume on the 19th of January, God willing. But my hope is that this podcast has been informative and educative to you and that you will keep walking this journey with me. But in the meantime, do you have a climate topic that you would like us to discuss? Do you have a question that you would like answered come, you know, the, the, the beginning of the year? please write to me using info at africaclimateconversations.com or head to the Africa Climate Conversation website, www.africaclimateconversations.com. On the contact page, you'll find the way to contact me. I look forward to hearing from you. But before then, allow me to wish you a peaceful, joyful, festive season and a happy new year. I hope to walk another mile with you come 2021. But as we say here in Kenya, Christmas in Jema, and Akutakia Heria Fanakampia. Merry Christmas and a happy new year. Please remember, stay safe. Inaindeshwa na Afripods.